Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Ryan on the set. Episode 18. Here we go with episode 18. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl today. Uh, it's not five by five at the Super Bowl. It's five by five at the movies. There were movie trailers during the Super Bowl. Okay, name one. They did that sneak for Endgame. That was good. That was good. They did Captain Marvel. Uh huh. They did Alita: Battle Angel. Ooh. And I think I feel like they did something else, but I don't remember. You think Alita: Battle Angel is gonna be good? It's gonna be good. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm torn. I'm reserving judgment. I have, I have high hopes for it. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun. I'm worried happens. if it goes into the Uncanny Valley area, but I think based on the trailers and whatnot, it looks like it's not going to be. You know what it reminds me of the most so far? Did you ever watch AI with Haley Joel Osment? I did, like way, way back That's what it day. reminds me of so far. It reminds me a lot did of that. Did that weird movie. you out? A little bit. There was some of the shit that was just a little too I, I far think, out there. I think technology has improved since 2002 to right. a point where like we can do this. Like it's not like I love technology. Like it's not just like this weird like background kind of look. It's like no, no, this is this is acceptable. This is fine. <laughs> I'll allow it. Yeah. All right, ready for some movie news? Hey, let's the, talk about the movies. And then we're gonna talk about reality TV shows. Yes. Five by five at the reality TV oh, show. I'm excited. All right. All right. Uh, one, we will not. So by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be 2020. Shut up. It'll be like Wednesday morning. Wednesday during the day, we're supposed to get the title for Star Wars. Uh, all the news sources are saying that they've leaked the title. And everyone thinks they know what it is. They think it's going to be Star Wars Balance of the Force. Didn't Mark Hamill say it was going to be a Futurama reference? I, what? No, I don't remember that. Mark Hamill went out and he said that it's a Futurama reference. Oh yeah, Star Wars, Bender's Game. <laughs> that is a, that is an actual one. That was an actual. That was one yeah. of the the three I directed know. movie. Uh, I'm, I'm looking it up right now, but I'm, I'm just. All right, you look it up. I don't believe that for a second, but so far rumored Balance of the Force, which makes sense to me because it does because you know it was Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, Balance of the Force. It makes sense to me. You're balancing everything out. It, it would be in line. With what they've been putting out there so far. Oh, wait, I totally read this wrong. Um, <laughs> Shocking. Jokes that Star Wars 9 title was predicted by Futurama. Oh, well, good job, I guess. Yeah. All right, are you done with that? Can I, can, I'm, I'm done time? with Star Wars from the word go. I don't care. Fuck you. Star Wars is great. And I'm sure it I is, but once they, once they stop burning me, then I'll start giving them a chance. What do you mean burning you? I have gone on record. I don't think Han Solo was necessary. <laughs> I think we're going to say good, but y'all get, not, at least it's not good. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. And like all these side characters, like it's ugh. Star Wars is this weird franchise where there's two good movies out of 20 and everyone like, loses their mind about it. Oh God. <laughs> I've never outwardly wished someone gets testicular cancer before, but I kind of wish you get testicular cancer. Let's move on. That can make me like Tom Green, who is currently on Celebrity Big Brother 2 on CBS. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Um, the Disney Fox takeover looks like it's set to happen in June. In June, okay. Yeah, so now there's like a definitive time frame. Uh, from what I'm hearing, though, it sounds like a lot of the shit that's slated or already shot might just get scrapped. 
Really? Like whole seasons of X TV shows or like half shot X movies. Like once they take over, they're just restarting. And the thing I thought was the most interesting is that Kevin Feige apparently in secret meetings has been on record as saying, uh, it's the opposite of on record, off record in meetings is uh, he's going to recast every single role. So like there'll be a new Wolverine, a new Cyclops, a new Fantastic, new everything, might even be a new Deadpool. I don't think that's going to happen. Deadpool is the highest. Deadpool two is the highest grossing X film of all time. Right. No, there's no way they're going to recast Deadpool. Like I hope not. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is a producer on that. He said like there's that one's going to be a hard buy. I hope so. Everyone else, go for it. Hugh Jackman's already said he's done. Patrick Stewart has already said he's done. I mean, at this point, sure, you can give a reboot. Like, I, 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 I get. Are people going to be really that upset about Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy not coming back? I don't know. This but is just the. I, my job is to report the news, Mason. I can't imagine them replacing Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. You love Deadpool. Deadpool was my favorite superhero. Movie I just felt like years. Deadpool Two wasn't necessary. You're lying. <laughs> I am lying. You're a dick. Uh, all right, so that's the that's the news about that. All right, you want to talk about Liam Neeson? I don't want talk to. About ta- I don't Neeson. want to talk. About all right, Liam so Liam Neeson. Neeson's in some trouble. Uh, Liam Neeson in an interview said that when he was in Ireland, a close friend of him his was assaulted by someone who was black, and uh, he was prowling the streets of Ireland for a week looking for any quote unquote black bastard to kill. So he was actively looking for a black person to kill in Ireland for a week. What's your hot take on that, Mason? I mean, the reason why he said he wanted to do that uh-huh. is not just because he just felt like getting some racism out. It's not good. It's not good. It's not a good one. It's just... And I guess what I want to know is like, is this going to hurt his career? Or is it just going to Mel Gibson away? I I don't know. I'm, like, are they going to say no to another Taken movie? Are they going to say no to the money? Has he apologized yet? Has he gone on record and like that? And like, a- no, but like, do the apologies really matter to you? They don't matter to me. They don't matter, but it's at least a step in the right direction. Yeah. It's at least a, you know he what? He said in the is- same interview that it was, you know, he like, it made him take a step back and be like, whoa, what the shit am I doing? This is terrible. I shouldn't think like this. Like, he, he is self-actual and like knowing that it's not a good thing that he did or felt or thought but all the same like is it time for uh, Liam Neeson to now just like tap, uh, step aside yeah yeah it's it's not You're a not helping look. the world at this point just stop Liam Neeson like, like how does that even like uh, why is that a thing you admit to why is that a thing you like <laughs> why do you say that why do you go about that like I don't know maybe he's running for a governor in Virginia Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with movies. We don't gotta talk about that. That's just stupid. That is my favorite <laughs> stupid thing. Yeah, I just, I, I'll, we're gonna take a hot take. We're gonna we're gonna go on record to say it here at Five by Five the movies. Just stop being racist. That's a that's a real strong take. That's just a re- stop it. Stop being racist. Stop being misogynist. Stop assaulting people. Stop doing anything bad. Just watch fucking movies. Yeah. Watch more movies. Movies are amazing. Like there's movie like there I guarantee there's at least eighty thousand movies you personally, listener, have not seen. So the next time you want to go out and do something racist or shitty to women or shitty in general, just watch a movie instead. Yeah. How about that? That's my hot take. Alright, ready strong, for strong. ready for my pronunciation? Oh boy, get ready. Taika Watiti. Did I do it right? 
If not, you guys know what we're referring to. who we're referring Taiki, to. Taika Waititi of Thor Ragnarok directing fame and what we do in the shadows directing fame uh, went on record saying he is not going to direct Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 despite rumors of that happening because he did such a great fucking job with Ragnarok. That movie is so fucking good. Uh, because he's like, it's not fair to stamp himself all over James Gunn's material. He Which, specifically said in passing it because of James Gunn. Which is is good. Like that's something that I definitely can get behind, and I'm cool with. I loved Ragnarok. But, loved Ragnarok. Uh, but and it it has a similar feel to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, but it it's, does. But you can move around it. Like that's that, that's fine. That's he said he he would feel like being the stepfather that show, shows up, and then it's just to the kids. All right, here's how you make a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Like he doesn't want to do that. It's not his creation. Which is weird because he took over for Thor 3. Yeah. <laughs> who, who did Thor 1 and 2? Uh, not someone good. Ah, How <laughs> about that? Dark World sucked balls. I, I never actually saw her. That saw is Dark my World. least favorite of the MCU movies. Dark World. I think it's garbage. That's what I heard. I just heard it's real bad, but... Uh, Zootopia. Did you like Zootopia? I did like Zootopia. I really like Zootopia. Uh, you know, it awoke things in me. I wasn't ready to be have awoken. And I'm like, maybe I am a furry. <laughs> That's a joke. That's not true. But Zootopia has two sequels in the works. Two. Okay. One is a direct sequel to the storyline. The other one might be like uh, our favorite thing in the world, which is world building of Zootopia. We're talking about the Zootopia verse. That's what we're getting at. The extended Zoot But they did it the right way because they started with one standalone movie Mm -hmm. and it was popular. And then they made Zootopia Park at Disney. Uh, You know, it's it's good. Is it Universal, not Disney? I'm I'm trying to think. It's probably Universal. It might be Universal. I think it's DreamWorks. Yeah, because it's the same... Wait. Look it up. I'm looking it up because I was like, it's not... not, No, Secret Life of Pets is the same one that's Illumination. (sighs) I like Secret Life of Pets. Um, that's the same one that's Illumination, which is The Minions. Uh, Zootopia is on Wikipedia. That's not who produced Zootopia, I promise. Uh, Disney. It is Disney. Okay. Well, it's in Disney World. This is Zootopia World. And I think they did it the right way. Uh, I can't talk a lot of shit about this because I love that movie. And I want to see where those characters go. And I want to see more of Arctic World and Jungle World and Underwater World. and Yeah. Water World. Waterworld. <laughs> Direct sequel to Zootopia Waterworld. Wouldn't that be a trip? Like, just like the last frame of the shot, it just pans out, and there's Kevin Costner drinking his own piss. <laughs> <laughs> I love Waterworld. Gun to my head. That is the only thing I can tell you about Waterworld. I could tell you a whole plot. bunch of fucking love Just plot. Not if you... They're looking for dry land, and this girl has a tattoo on her back. That is to dry land. And spoiler alert: If you haven't seen Waterworld since 1994, uh, they finally follow the map on her back, and it's the tip of Mount Everest is the only dry land. Okay, but he also does drink his own pee. Oh yeah, no, he's got a water reclamator, sure. Right. Yes. Which is, and then he's got this little girl and this woman on his boat, and he makes them give him their pee, and he like drinks the water that comes out of it, like in front of them, and pours some of it in a plane. He's like a dick. How did this movie bomb? I like Waterworld. 
I won't say it's great, but I love it. So anyway, uh, Zootopia, I'm ready to see more. Let's talk about buddy comedies. Buddy comedies? I love Let's buddy comedies. Buddy, buddy comedies. Two coming out. One, uh, Chris Tucker says that the script for Rush Hour 4 is almost finished. Okay. And that him and Chan are both committed. Like, it's going to happen. Okay. All right. Do we need a Rush Hour 4? I... <laughs> You're hesitating a lot. Well, because I don't want it to be a kind of movie where like they pass it on to the next generation. Because it's it not, be. it's no, not be that kind of movie. But no, it'll be. A continuation. I've, I've liked every Rush Hour movie. Right. Like so I just want you to go on record saying that you think Rush Hour Four is necessary and Solo wasn't. Rush Hour Four is necessary and Solo was not necessary. I hate you, and I don't know why you hate movies so much. I can do that with the straightest of faces too. <laughs> So that's happening. Uh, and now a buddy comedy coming out that I could not be fucking more excited for. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Fast and Furious presents. That was the other one during the Shaw. Super Bowl. They, they had a big uh, trailer yeah. during the Super Bowl. I don't fucking understand what's happening. I don't know at what point we veered off into an alternate universe where now there's Fast and Furious, like National Lampoon presents. It's Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. That's why The Rock's not going to be in the next Fast and the Furious. Movie. Right, because it's in a spinoff. At some point, they just turned into superhero movies about cars. A hundred percent. So, like, the Shaw is the guy from Transporter, right? No, he is. So the way they kind of work is that it's almost like Star Trek. Where the villain of the previous movie becomes, becomes the hero. one of the good guys. Okay, so Statham was... Was like the villain in Seven, I think. But either. wasn't he playing the same character from the Transporter? No, I thought that was the shtick. No, I don't think he's playing the same character. But he apparently he is like... Well, they, they retconned it. So like he was one of the guys who showed up in Tokyo Drift. Oh, alright. So like he was one of those guys. Or like they shot something at the very end of like one of the... Like, the after credit scenes that showed like the Tokyo Drift characters, but then Jason Statham's character comes in. It's it, it's a it's a very elaborate, extensive family tree universe setup, but it's that's a crazy. But yeah, no, if you're like because uh, The Rock was the bad guy in Fast Five, I think. What? Well, he's a he's a cop, so that's why he's the bad guy. Well, he's a bad guy, but it, you know, bad guy in the general terms. He's the antagonist. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I've only seen oh, please. the first three Fast and the Furious movies. So That's I have, absurd. So I have no idea if what any I just said oh, is... Oh, he's not the guy from the transporter. No, I told you he's not. <laughs> I didn't believe you. How the fuck would you know? You only saw the first three, you piece of shit. I mean, you know. <laughs> but but it is. like He was the bad guy and the Statham was the bad guy. And so they just like eventually just get folded in and become part of the crew who then has to shoot cars into space I'm not I mean I feel like that's not right but it's not that wrong I mean if there's not a car shot into space in this one there will be in the next one yeah no it's I can't fucking um, absurdity they're gonna fucking absurdity they're gonna Jason exit where they're just gonna be on the moon <laughs> where they're gonna be on the moon Fast and Furious X oh my god they're gonna go into a crater of the moon and turn into a big ramp yeah I, I, I mean nothing's off the table yeah nothing you're saying is is like a probably i can't think of a thing that i would say probably not at this point because there's a fucking spin-off series there's a, a buddy cop spin-off series and there's going to be a fast and the furious nine they're they're not gonna stop no and it's also these are movies that are like making money like these a are lot. not just like usually like when you get to like it's, it's usually horror movies that'll go up to those like absurd numbers and they turn into direct to dvd and they make mm -hmm. like maybe they made 20 bucks 
These are making a billion dollars each. <laughs> James Wan has directed two billion dollar franchises. And they what were What the fuck am I doing with my life? Aquaman and Fast 8 or Fate of the Furious, whichever one, made collectively 2 billion dollars on the low end. That's Look, a, I'm that's not a, saying I think before I egg walk to a burrito. I'm saying that I haven't made two pieces of shit for 2 billion dollars. <sighs> Let's make a movie. I mean, yes. <laughs> Let's make a movie. I mean, that's my news. Let's talk about reality show TV. Yeah. What's your favorite reality TV series? My favorite TV, uh, reality TV series of all time is Survivor. Why? Because it's so cool. It's so not. It is. It's. It's. It's something that I like. I watched because it debuted in two thousand. So I watched a lot when I was young. And yeah, then, but you were only one years old in 2000. I was nigh, <laughs> nigh born yet when the show came out. You were born in 2014. I know. Weird. Um, no, it was like a great show. It swept the nation. It was a huge pop culture touchstone. And then it's just it's just a fun, good experiment with like some solid gameplay that you could follow. I love the reality shows where it's gameplay and strategy focused. Where you just get a new cast of people, you can tweak the rules a little bit here and there, but the fundamental gameplay is still the same every time. So that's why I don't like, like the Bravo, like Real Housewives style reality shows. Oh, we're very different people. Any of those, like, there's no game element. I want to hear the game part and the strategy, and like there are crazy characters and things like that. But at the end of the day, you can focus on who's going to win immunity, who are you going to vote out. How do we strategize? How do we form this alliance? Because my all-time favorite is Jersey Shore, and there is no point to Jersey Shore. It is all just fucking drama, and that's all I want. It's all I care about. There, I just want to see other people's drama that is not my own. Well, there, there are two sides of the same coin. There's competitive reality shows, and then there's documentative reality shows. Right. Of like, let's just watch these ice road truckers and see how they live or these oh man you know what i love gold rush if you watch gold what rush is, what's gold rush it's kind of like ice road truckers or deadliest catch but it's people in alaska looking for gold okay i've heard of that it's my oh it's my second favorite after jersey shore like i was really into deadliest catch for a while but boy is the gold one more fun because the people up there are fucking insane yeah. Like if your job is just looking for gold, you're nuts. See, I've tried getting and like I so like I got into some of those like Pawn Stars. I like Pawn Stars. When that was real big. Or Chumley. Chumley. That that it just it, it's hard for me to shake because it just feels like there's just some elements that just feel too fake. Unlike Survivor. Yes. Uh, Survivor, they're all saying in like hotels when the cameras are off. Okay. Okay, sure. <laughs> now, do you own any props from the I show sure Survivor? Do. I what sure do. I sure do. Mason. Uh, so every year at the end of the season, they auction off uh, memorabilia from the season. Um, all benefits or all proceeds go to Stand Up to Cancer. And after season thirty-three, Millennials versus Gen X, I bought the immunity necklace stand, and I bought the uh, podium where they cast all their. You votes. didn't even get the necklace. You just got the stand. No, the, the necklace went for like $6,000. Okay, but you got the stand and the podium. Well, so I got the, like, so it's like this big stand that has like, um, like little bone hooks off to the side where you like place the immunity necklace. I got that gotcha. and I got the podium where they cast all their votes. And it has like a little slot inside where, you know, you grab the parchment and then you write your name on the top. So it's great. And I can put all my remotes in there 
and it's right like just a little bit higher than my couch so i have a nice little stand and how much money did you spend for these things it was in the four digits Okay, so that's anywhere between a thousand and nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. It was on the lower end of the four okay, digits. I would hope so. <laughs> that's okay. I bought some stupid shit in my day too. I bought I buy a lot of like costumes. So I can't talk a lot of shit. Yeah, but like it's also like the only like crazy expensive ever done for anything. Like I would love to go to a finale, but it's like ten thousand dollars for a ticket to the finale. It's like my right. my best bet is to be on the season. That's my best bet to actually <laughs> see the finale. Oh, that's a good question. Have you tried to be on Survivor? I I I people have asked me to send in a tape. I I'm not real good at the whole being outside thing. Yeah, but that would be some good drama. It'd be some good drama, but like I get cranky Imagine real easily. Imagine the watch easily. parties we could throw and you get back though. Yeah. I get real cranky and I'm real scared if I get eliminated first that it's going to ruin like something that i like really like if you go out and you do something and then you end up being real bad at it are you gonna go back and be like yeah no i'm gonna keep watching and still be a fan of it you know if i yeah like like if if you tried out for the nfl and got knocked out after your first game you're not just gonna stop liking football all right that's fair that's a good point i think you should try out for survivor i'll try i'll, I'll submit a tape at some all right, point we'll work on it together yeah all right so this was all triggered because like a couple weeks ago oh i'm triggered we went down this rabbit hole of just the most insane reality shows that have ever existed. I tried watching that one you talked about. Which one? The, the Renaissance Fair one. The Quest? What? The Renaissance... You brought this up. The Renaissance Fair Did, one. I don't remember. The Quest? I've never talked about The Quest. I don't know what that is. Didn't you talk about last week's episode? What is The Quest? It's a reality TV show, but it's based on like Renaissance Fair times. Did you really not bring that up? No, I didn't bring okay, this up. And somebody else did. Maybe it was a different podcast. What part of me do you think is into Renaissance Fair stuff? No, it was that we were talking about. I'm gonna go back and listen. I'm. I swear to God, you brought this up. Okay. What? So what is this about? It's a reality TV show that ran for three seasons on ABC, but it was, it's called The Quest. And the thing is, they make people live in basically a Renaissance world. Okay. But I only got through like 20 minutes of the first episode and turned off because it was so fucking bad. No, I never... Okay, that was somebody else. That was somebody else. No, because I've never... I've, I've heard of it because I'll listen to things like Rob as a podcast where they'll like talk about reality TV and like follow seasons uh-huh. and whatnot. And they did a couple about the quest. I never heard, listened to it, but I know it from that. I swear to God, you brought that up. I don't. I, I've never seen an episode. Like, I don't know. All right. Well, never mind. I got really into this past week, Top Chef. Okay. Which is great. You like Top Chef? I love Top Chef. All right. And apparently it's just the first season is just super raw because I've never seen a reunion where everyone uh-huh. legitimately hates each other. Really? I feel like a lot of reunions. A lot of reunions, they, they play nice or there's like one person. Who's yeah, you're like, right. It's usually one person. There's like one person who got eliminated early and it's just very much like... I'm better than all of you. I don't need to be here anyway. And like, didn't learn anything from the experience. This was like everyone just like they were ready to like punch each other in the face. People were crying for a cooking show. Yeah, that's weird. It's Bravo. It's Bravo up and down. Got it. So it was. It was all crazy. I remember the first in high school. I watched the Bravo docudrama, The It Factor. I know of. That? I know of that. I've heard of it. Yeah, it was just all about people in New York trying to be like successful artists. Yeah. Right. What, what else do you like? I, I, I'm really into The Bachelor now. The Bachelor. I started I, last season watching The Bachelorette, and now I'm watching the season of The Bachelor. And like, at what point did my life turn? Like, I used to just be like a normal dude, and now I'm such a boring, 
shitty, basic white person listens to NPR and watches The Bachelor. I used to be cool, Mason. I used to play in punk bands and do underground shows. What happened? That's never been cool. Fuck your mother. <laughs> I, I've tried The Bachelor. It's another one of those where... I, that shit's fake. That I, shit's I, I cannot shake the entire notion of... Here's 25 girls or 25 guys all competing for this one person, and they're all cool with it. My favorite is that from episode one, they all refer to as, oh, they're all dating the guy or they're all dating the girl. Like, my relationship with so-and-so is more, you know, more deep than your relationship with so-and-so. And they keep referring to themselves as in relationships. I'm like, y'all are fucking weird. Yeah. The culture of The Bachelor is bizarre. Yeah. Stop texting. It's it's it's. I've, I've never tried it. And like any of those reality shows where it's like dating focused, right. but it's like competition dating. You're just watching someone win the competition. They're not trying to like win like the heart of somebody else. Yeah, but it's, you like the competition aspect. Well, yeah, but like a long season where everybody's competing on equal footing. It's not necessarily. I loved a shot at love with Tequila Tequila. So I, I never I watched it. a lot of the spinoffs. I didn't watch Shot at Love. I loved it. I watched um, Real Chance at Love. Okay. Which, so in the in the hierarchy, tell me you've got Shot at Love with Tequila Tequila, mm-hmm. and or no, that was okay. No, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm thinking of a different one. This was that was MTV. I'm thinking of the VH VH1 one. This was Flavor of Love. Right. I watched Flavor of Love. So there's Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love. One of the, you know, runner-up was New York. Yeah. So there's I Love New York. Yep. And then one of the, not even runner-ups, but just like also there were two rappers called Real and Chance. And so they had theirs. Chance were, the Rapper. No. <laughs> Real Chance of Love. So it was like just, and it's, it's, so it's the same thing. And it's the same formula of like, I don't know your name, so I'm going to call you Cornbread. I'm going to call you Stilts. And I'm going to call you Bubbles. Well, he's not smart enough to remember their names. And then just watching all that unfold. So I watched... Her name, Bubbles. And <laughs> <laughs> all that. So I, I, I watched some of those. I, I watched Daisy of Love, which was the in the same hierarchy. You have Brett Michaels, Rock of Love. Right. And then one of the runners-up was... A Daisy, what was her name? Daisy, and so it was Daisy. It. They did a lot of that, like which is like the same yeah. Bachelor formula yeah, of like the runner-up gets their own show. Yeah, I watched a lot of Rocket Lo- Rocket Love with my friend Lindsay, like a lot of it. It's it's hard to watch, but so good. It's such a beautiful fucking train wreck. What whatever's going on, on your phone must be interesting as shit. It is very interesting. Is it work stuff? Yeah, fuck you. But um, so we also kind of talk about this is that um, I th- I've told the story before, I'm at, but no one's talked about it on a podcast in a long time because it's the darkest story ever. Is you've got Ooh. well because you, it's got you know the VH1 setup, you've got the Rock Love, yeah, and how they all eventually just kind of like got to spin off and do their own shows. There was one of them. Her name was Megan, and it was Megan Wants a Millionaire. Okay. And the entire thing with her is that she wanted to be, uh, you Married know, to a millionaire. Yeah, she just wanted a trust she wanted a comfortable fund. Comfortable life. She right. wanted somebody to be her sugar daddy. Good honor. Yep. And so the entire point of the show was, all right, all of you are millionaires. One of you gets to be with me. I'm going to choose the millionaire. And like, instead of giving out roses, she would like accept their credit cards. <laughs> So, like, <laughs> so why is that dark i love that so one of the contestants who uh-huh. was on the show who i think ended up getting third place 
uh, was actually um, with someone else, dating someone else, uh-huh. and he killed his pregnant girlfriend. What? Yeah. To be with her? No. <laughs> okay, just because. He was just a crazy scumbag. Also, he wound up on one of those VH1 shows, I Love Money. Uh-huh. Which was... Have you heard of I Love Money? No. So, I Love Money... Well, that should have been the name of the girls' show. It should have been. <laughs> it should have been called I Love Money. I Love Money was the one where they basically took all of the contestants uh-huh. and, like, said, so like, you were on Rock of Love or Flavor of Love, whatever you were on. Right. And made it, like, an all-star game of just them competing against each other in challenges to win just money. That sounds up your alley. And apparently, this dude, like, won the season. Oh. But so, he was already a millionaire. Yeah, but he still loves money. <laughs> still loves money. So they had to like they canceled. Don't get rich writing checks. So they canceled the Millionaire Show. They never showed. They never aired. I oh. love money because they're like, oh, oh, this is a fucking nightmare. We can't do this. We can't show this show. Oh anymore, man, so. imagine like all those guys thought they got their next fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah, and they don't get it because this asshole killed someone. God damn it! <sighs> just all of them are just those like, tapes exist somewhere. They're just, they're just a plethora of like mid 2000s douchebags just on these random shows like did you ever watch tool academy no tool academy was oh yeah, yeah where they teach thugs to be gentlemen okay don't say thugs oh i thought they were all thugs <laughs> well they're all broy douchebags okay all right racist no, I, I remember there being a, a, a fair amount of white guys. Yes. There's white guys I'd call the, thugs. All right, that's fair. <laughs> if you got a neck tattoo, you're a thug. I don't care what color you are, what creed. You got a neck tattoo. You're either a thug or you're a barber or you work in a kitchen. <laughs> someone said, I saw this the other day where someone was like, if you used to have a sleeve, it used to mean you were a badass. Now it means you make a bomb risotto with a balsamic reduction. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> I love tattoos. But yes. Yeah, so I heard that if you have tattoos, you taste really shitty to cannibals. So I'll never regret getting my tattoos. I would I would regret being eaten alive. Don't they, don't they tattoo pork? Is that a thing? No. They, they brand animals. No, they, they brand it. I thought, I thought they also did like a, an, an ink. Like, yeah, but you don't eat that part. Well, all right. Fair. Well, then don't eat the tattoo part. Fuck you. Just, I'm going to get my whole body covered in tattoos. <laughs> there you go. Just cut off the sleeve. I just don't want to get eaten. There you go. What were you gonna say? Well, it's Tool Academy, just like all like, and they're all like, broy, and like a lot of them ended up doing gay porn afterwards. Right. Well, and then they got nice careers out of it. They're adding to society. They're adding to the cultural zeitgeist. Good on them. There was, I was reading. Oh, they're just. There's so many stories that if you just like dig in, they're just too dark and they just bum you out. Oh, like that Red Ranger. Yeah. (laughs) Killed his roommate with a samurai sword. Self defense. But it's also Jungle Fury, Red Ranger. Let's, yeah. let's, let, let's no, not any of the good ones. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Rocky. It wasn't Jason. It wasn't Andros. No, but it was also like apparently that actor also like came back for like a later Power Ranger season. Good on him as a different guy, and he was like the villain of the season. Well, he was the villain of life too. <laughs> <laughs> he really got into the role. There he he fledgered the shit out of that dude. Hey. <laughs> He's a Power Rangers villain and killed someone. What, with the are, sword. what other reality shows did you watch? Like, did you ever did you ever watch Joe Millionaire? Of course, uh, High School Reunion. What is that? Was a Fox one? What is that? Where it's like they, they, you can probably guess they take like eighteen kids from a high school, like from all different walks of life, and they put them on an island. And then a big reveal is that one of them became a millionaire. So now the, the super popular girl wants to get with the nerdy kid who became a dot com millionaire. Okay, so this is like one of those like documentary or not documentary, but like they're gonna watch real life unfold. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a real like, life unfold. But it was, 
It was bad but beautiful. See, I've I've tried. I just I love the competition ones. I love the competition style reality shows of just like you're all competing for something. It could be something real dumb, but at least you're all trying to fight for this. Did I ever tell you my cousin put a lot of these uh, shows together? You've told me in passing before. Yeah, I never actually. Oh, so my cousin. Uh, used to be an executive at Fox, now as an executive at WB. Doesn't talk to the side of the family anymore. Right. <laughs> I've tried. I'm like, hey, I put me on a reality TV show. You don't know me, but boom. Uh, but yeah, he did like Joe Millionaire and like a whole bunch of other like really trashy reality shows. Oh my god. Did he do Mr. Personality? I, I know he did Magic's Greatest Secrets Revealed. I love Magic's Greatest Secrets. I love that so much. <laughs> he, he's the one that came up with that concept and met that magician and created that show. Oh, that's so cool. I know. I would love to get in touch with this cousin. Uh, Mike, if you listen to the podcast, I'm sure you do. I'm so uh, excited. Please that's, reach back out to me. That's I would like so to... awesome. I loved Magic's Greatest <laughs> Secrets. Did you really? I did. I can't tell if you're being facetious. No, or I'm not. not. It came out in like the late nineties, like yeah. a little bit like I think the last one was like two thousand. Yeah, when you were a sperm, yeah. Yeah, that was that was nigh born yet. And you have like the the mass magician has yeah, like yeah. like the big like cloak and it's just yeah they play like that like that intense music and they're just yeah. like now we'll show you how it's really done and it's such a smarmy narrator voice but it was just and he had like the same magician pose at the end here's a, here's the thing about uh, well me. the executive producer that's my cousin I'm not gonna say his name on the podcast but Mike hit me up I really like magic. Really? I really like magic. I did not know this about you. Magic is What a weird thing for you to... You like the weirdest... You shit on everybody's fandoms. You shit on every fucking thing that people like. But you know what you like? You like Pokemon, Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, Survivor, and and now magic. Fuck you. You fucking nerd. You're a piece of shit nerd who shits on all the other nerds. Magic is so cool, though. Magic is very cool. <laughs> I love. I would love. I love magic shows when we do them here at the venue. It's great. No, they're, yeah. There's just something about like that, and just like. But how are you gonna? Like, you're such a I'm fucking not, nerd. I'm not, gonna, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say like David Blaine style magic. Like not that. I want like the less David Blaine, more David Copperfield. Like the okay. big illusions. So you're and, even shitty about what magicians you like. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was is the that outro the, just played is that, the, episode. is that the wrap it up cue yeah it is alright that was this week's episode of 5x5 five five at the movies slash 5x5 five five talks about reality TV shows this episode was unlistenable I like this episode we had a lot of fun <laughs> thank you to my so co-host other, there's so many Make, other reality shows I want to talk about but I'm, all right, we'll, we'll break it up right. we'll talk next week uh, thank you to my co-host Mason Shear Mason do you have any plugs this week no <laughs> I don't believe you all right, the plugs. Uh, thank you so much to everyone listening. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined. Email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with questions, concerns, or criticisms. Uh, please find us on Facebook at 5x5 at the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire 5x5 network. Our theme song is produced by Dan Richardson. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 at the movies. Let's do it again and roll credits. Bad boys for life. Fuck your mother. Fuck your mother.